good evening, good morning, depending upon where you are in the globe. It's your girl, Miss Ebony of Thrift Stores and Coffee Shops. If you're new, welcome. This is a place where the door is always open and I tend to serve up the VIP topics of the year, (laughs) which are usually just topics that the Holy Spirit places on my heart to talk about. It could be current events. It could be, you know, something that's happening in popular culture, I guess, quote unquote, or in the church life. But I try not to um, push an agenda like I'm a gossiper or a blogger, podcaster that just talks about everything that's going on. I try to lean more towards the Holy Spirit conviction and you know, whatever may be the vision that God gives me about something or whatever God is speaking to me in my ear audibly or through his word and scripture. And I try to back it up with that and just kind of talk openly about what I feel like God is doing. A lot of my podcast segments are really about encouragement or fulfillment or what you may be feeling or sensing in the season you're in because I've gone through it or just what we're feeling as a country and a nation or nations because a lot of you guys listen from other countries and I I appreciate you tuning in thank you um but I uh really was compelled today tonight or whatever you want to call it to speak about choices and how important they are and how it's one of the most powerful tools um I want to say tools one of the most powerful gifts or things that God gave us and it was our ability to choose and not just choose him but choose whom we will serve choose life choose who we will marry choose what job we will have choose choices are so important and maybe God just wants to reiterate this to us you know there are some of you guys that may be on the fence about choosing whether or not you want to give your life completely over to Christ you've been thinking about it you've been praying about it but the world and everything that's going on has kind of made you feel indifferently about should I really choose God when everybody else is choosing things and it seems like things are going well for them I don't think that's the choice God wants you to make but God does give you that opportunity you know I just want to read the definition of what it says about choice. And I'm using the dictionary on Google. Choice is an act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. And it's funny that underneath this, as an example, it's a noun. It says the choice between good and evil. Isn't that funny? (laughs) I want to look at it from a different perspective. If we look at it in the Hebrew, what would that mean? I don't know how to say this in Hebrew, so forgive me. It's funny because in Hebrew it says it's an adjective. So it's a word that describes a noun, but in English it's considered a noun. Isn't that interesting? So it's a description. I I would just sum it up as a description of a word that describes a noun. I think that's how that goes. I think you pronounce choice in Hebrew as mihar, mifar, or brayar. It's M-I-V-H apostrophe A-R. Y'all don't get me to be out here talking all crazy because I have never studied Hebrew. I would love to, though, one day. Sidebar. Um, And then B-R-E-Y-R-A. So I think there may be two different ways to say choice 
or to choose. Let's see. Oh, I was going to try to play the, uh, the sound audio, but anyway, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but yeah, God was really giving me the, I guess, unction to talk about choosing and choices and um, just really making sure that we're always choosing him. You know, it says in Joshua 24 to choose whom this day you will serve. And I don't believe the word in the scripture would say that if it wasn't important for us to choose, you know. I think about in the very beginning, I've talked about Adam and Eve multiple times on this podcast, that they chose to disobey God. And it wasn't that they didn't know what not to do because God gave them clear instructions, you know. It was their choice that they chose death, you know, in the midst of being in life. Isn't that crazy that you literally could be living your blessed life, your le- your blessed life and your, your, your greatest life. And even in that moment, t- the temptation to choose something different from what you have full access to could be damaging to your life. It could kill you. And that's ultimately what happened with Adam and Eve. Like, And because of that, it literally, I won't say it destroyed generations after them because i won't say it destroyed it it just opened the door for satan to be used in a way to destruct a lot of family lineages and put generational curses on people because of their choice not only did their choice affect them but it affected the lineages after them uh, but somebody better catch this word because god speaking not only do your choices mind you what I choose today and how I choose to live my life and how I choose to respond even to people, how I choose to forgive or not forgive, how I choose to make the choice to do whatever it is that God's telling me to do or whether or not I don't, it's going to affect my generation after me. And sometimes it affects the generation that you're called to, to this day, even if you don't have children yet, or you never have them, you are still responsible for somebody God still calls you to a group of people, whether it's a small or a large audience of people, evangelism, you know, we might be a business, you might be starting a business, you're called. Business is just evangelistic ministry. That's all it is because you're reaching people. You Marketing is an evangelistic gift. I studied marketing in college. It's just a, a way to evangelize using script, vision, cool audio, video, whatever. That's a gift. You're using evangelism to draw people. You may not be Christian, but you're using the evangelistic gift. You could also be using apostolic gift and, of course, prophetic because a lot of people that are in our marketing are very creative and they can see things beyond what other people can see. It's a prophetic gift, too. So just saying, if you're in the office of marketing, you're in the office of prophetic, too, usually. <laughs> That's another podcast for another day. Um, but I'm also reminded of... Excuse me, I'm drinking my little kombucha pro, pro, probiotic. It's not really, I guess it is kombucha. It's like a sparkling drink. Excuse me, that's why you heard my straw. But um, I thought about, um, I don't know if anybody has seen the movie called Divergent. But it um, it's a play on what life I think would look like in the future for a world of people that are in different 
I would say groups or ways of living, how they came up, how they were brought up. There's like a group for people that are more so like geniuses. They call, I feel like, I think that was abnegation was the name of it. There's a group for the people that are kind of like the rebels that kind of just kind of are the fearless ones. Those are dauntless and the people that are would be considered homeless are factionless. So everybody is born into this this group called a faction and it's based off of this one main character who gets to choose where she goes when she comes of age and she's gone they go through these tests to test whether what their real faction is and it's just all of these different things but the creative writing by Veronica Roth it started off as a book series but then it turned into a movie it was just amazing I loved watching this series because it really kind of put a play on like society and how we treat one another and how everybody acts based on their personality and their gifting but also how there's a rule rulership that tries to control the people so it was really a very cool keen way of seeing in a cinema way a cinema form how people actually could and eventually will turn out you know life is going to be different for people in the next 100 years you know, and there's always going to be a rulership that's going to try to control. Uh, there's always one person in line. There's always five people in line trying to rule over people because people have a desire to rule. They want to reign. We have like godness in us because we were created in God's image. But there is an enemy who uses people to try to control. Let me just make it clear. God does not control us. He never has. So when we see people that don't want to follow God's law or his rules. I believe God has only put those in place to keep us under his protection and to help us. Because if we didn't have some limitations to living, we would self-destruct. We probably all dead before <laughs> Jesus come back. So we have to have rules in place because they, they protect us. And we see that when we have sinned and we have to reap the consequences of that when we obey you see the benefits of that you know um i just feel like god doesn't do things without a reason he he's very intentional and a lot of times he's more intentional because he knows more than we do and so when we don't understand half the time you don't need to that's what trust is for we wouldn't have to have this thing called trusting god and have faith if we thought we needed to know everything it's like you don't need to know everything. I don't need to know everything. Everything in my brain wants wants to try to compute what God is doing and why he does what he does. But the more you study him, the more you learn of him, the more you read the scriptures, the more you kind of see his actions based on other people's circumstances in scripture in real time, you start to kind of get to know God a little bit and how he moves and operates. And most of the time, if you haven't already picked this up, my peoples, <laughs> He moves in another direction than we do, or we would, if we even made decisions for ourselves. So that's why we have to seek God in decision-making, because most of the time, we're not going to make the decision he wants us to do, because we have flesh, and our flesh is going to want to do something opposite, most of the time, because it the mind is hostile against God. Like, scriptures say that. Our minds just don't automatically want to roll with God, because of the sinful nature it is it was created by god 
but it was distorted by the enemy because of sin. So that's why the Bible tells us we have to renew our mind because it also tells us we have the mind of Christ. We have to have the mind of Christ in order to move forward in God because we can't, if I tried to use the ebony brain that this world polluted before my mind renewal, it, it, I couldn't do what God wanted me to do like fully and thoroughly because I'd be thinking in my own way, right? So it takes the mind renewal to another level because it takes it to almost a level of trust that I don't need to even know what God is doing in the next season because he just tells me what to do right now. It takes me in a way that even in the next five years, even if God has given a prophetic word or he's spoken to me about something that will happen in my life, I've got to choose not to try to go ahead of him, even in the way that I think about something. Write it down, pray over it, thank God for it, and then just see it unfold when the time comes. You know, That's the level of trust I believe God wants us all to have in him. And I'm still working through it because I have my moments. But I think the level of trust that he wants us to have is that we are not always constantly trying to even figure out the next thing out. Unless he's telling you to do something to get to that next thing. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> because you're just going to worry yourself to life. I'm going to say to death. Worry yourself to the point where you're going to frustrate yourself. And it's just going to get to a point where, you know, I'm tired of this. Let me just peace. Let me just peace out. Literally. And just be cool because you're not going to know everything. You're not going to have everything set in place in your brain the way that you think it is. It just doesn't work that way. But anyways, all of that to say, choose life. Choose God. Choose choose him daily, you know, when you're not feeling it. And when you want to make a decision that's opposite of what God tells you to do. I would just encourage you to choose him. I mean, I have my moments too where I just want to just do whatever sometimes. But I think about where I would be if I don't choose God. And I just don't want that. Especially not in the world that we live in today where it's a lot of, I just say crazy stuff happening. Um, chaos. You know, you look on the news. It's just something after the another. You know, the shootings, the killings, the 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 prejudiceness I don't know if that's word, whatever, it's one tonight. Um the racial profiling, the killings that are happening, the anger, the random stuff that people are doing to other people, the you know, the modern day slavery. There's just is so much still happening and it's just like God, I know you're sovereign. I know you're good. Now is not the time to choose to not be with God. I think it's time for people to really rise up and start choosing the right way to go. Um, that's it. That, that's really it. Um, and I brought up actually that movie Divergent because the point of it, I don't even know if I wrapped it up, but I just want to make sure I wrap it so so it all makes sense. The point of me bringing up that movie was because at a coming of age, when you start off in a certain group, the faction is what they called it. And I encourage you to go watch it too if you feel led by the Holy Spirit. It's a pretty positive movie. It's not, you know, too much going on. But you can fast forward through the scenes that are a little over the top, if you, if you know what I mean. But... um. 
I brought it up because at the coming of age in the movie where every like youth I guess youth going into their adulthood or whatever you want to call it I don't know technically what age they get to choose they could literally leave the original faction or their family where they grew up in pretty much to go to a different one so in the movie I don't want to give it all away if you haven't seen it but there's a main character her name is Tris and she leaves her original faction for I guess the cooler faction so Dauntless is where she left um where she she left her original faction to go to Dauntless which was kind of like this cool you know group or whatever they were like on the edge living on the edge they were fearless type of group and you had to kind of learn to like adjust and get you know go through a training to be good enough to stay in that group when you chose to go to that group but I bought it up because I felt like it was such a powerful scene where every person you have an audience of everybody that's in this in their factions and they're sitting with their original family or faction and then they go up before everybody and they literally have I think it's about four or five factions that they get to choose from in front of everyone and they say choose which one will you choose and they're sitting there you only have a couple seconds to choose and if they leave their family, their family usually is supportive of them. You know, hey, you know, you chose, you know, we know this is the time you come of age and you get to choose where you go now. Uh, I just, I just thought I just, I, I had something like with that, but it just, it just really made me think about how powerful that scene was when the choice was theirs now. They finally got to choose where they went and where they felt they fit in, you know? And absolutely, when you watch the movie, you see how well and adjust, well that Tris actually adjusted to the group. But at the same time, she even had like such a cool gift, you know, that she wasn't just one thing. She was many different things. And just it made me think of us as a kingdom and how we're God's children and we're set apart from the world and we have God's DNA in us pretty much. And we become more like him as we grow closer to him and we're not controlled we can't be controlled especially if we 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 have discernment and we we have the holy spirit and we have christ as our pretty much our joint heir you know we kind of have become like christ when we gave our life over to god he changes our nature the more we spend time with him we become more like him and his son you know and it's saying we'll never be god i don't want that to be like oh we're gonna we're gods we are kind of sort of the bible does say we're many gods if you think about it not like God like trying to be like what Satan was trying to be more better than God or whatever but we are carriers of his image so that would mean we were like God right right <laughs> not in the sense of his power and infinite whatever of nature but when I look at myself I see my father you know I should I'm a reflection of him and that's where we're growing we grow in our faith we grow in him you know the fruits of the spirit we are supposed to possess those things so why would God tell us those things that we need to have such as his spiritual fruits if he didn't make us like him he knew we had the ability to even grow to have those things and be better people because he put that in us already it was in our spirit we have to feed our spirit we have to educate ourselves we have to grow up you know we have to mature in our faith because we already made in his image you know but we have to choose to do those things right you got to choose to wake up and read your bible i don't always do it 
but I sure try to make sure I read my devotional, devotional, which has my scriptures in it. It's not an excuse or an escape. It's just kind of like, I need to get something in me today. But the choice is always ours. And I think God wants us always to choose him. So that was kind of it. You know, I don't want to take too much of your time up, but I definitely want to, you know, just come back in and pop in. You know, if you're feeling discouraged and some of you might be on the cusp of trying to figure out whether or not you want to choose God. You might you might be kind of saved or you're not saved all the way. And um, you're figuring that maybe going out into the world and doing what the world is doing because everybody seems to be doing OK, even if they don't choose Jesus is the way. But I'm here to I'm here to tell you that it ain't <laughs> live a witness that the world has nothing to offer, nothing to offer. But Jesus has everything, even if you feel like you have nothing left. You know, when you have God, you have everything because he's gifted his son and that's enough. He saved your life. And to be leaving this world and have made the choice to choose Jesus, wouldn't a glorious day it's going to be when you're with God and you get to meet your other family members who went to be with Jesus too. Or your baby that you miscarried that you get to raise in heaven or... I don't know, a longtime friend that you lost years ago and you get to see them because they chose Jesus too. Like, what an amazing opportunity and time that's going to be. I'm excited about heaven. I hope you are too. So choose Jesus so you can get there. I'm going to pray us out. Dearly Father, I just ask that you will forgive us of our knowingly sins and our omission sins, commission sins, all of the things that we might have committed before you that did not please your heart. Father God, we want to just work with you. We want to be a joint heir with your son and we want to be a co-laborer with Christ. Help us to choose you daily, even when it doesn't feel good, even when it's uncomfortable, even when we're scared, even when it's not what we think it's going to be, but then it turns out to be better than what we could ever imagine. Help us to make choices that please you in our day-to-day walk, in the way we speak, in the way we think, God, in the way that we wear our hair, you know, rock our clothes, the way that we talk to people the way that we sing to you God the choices of our heart when it comes to our worship Lord God we want to choose you how to do it who to listen to we want to choose where to go and where not to go because your protection keeps us where to turn when we drive God all of those things matter because the choice is always ours but we want to choose you and choose to allow for you to lead us and guide us Lord God I pray and I prophesy to the person on this podcast who is choosing to go in an opposite direction of what you've already instructed of them. Father God, I pray that you would arrest them, that you would take them to another level in you and make them a believer again if they've lost sight of your son and the vision that you've given them for their dreams and goals. Lord God, I pray that every purpose will be fulfilled on this podcast, including my own. Lord God, I set before myself the ability to create wealth and generational wealth and the ability to speak life generationally. I see vision of harvest. I see vision of harvest for you. I see vision of harvest for us because that is who our God is. He chooses to reveal to us his son and chooses to reveal to us our future if we allow for him to speak to us. This choice is to choose whom we will serve daily. God, we want to choose you, God, every day, every night. When we pick up a phone and call our girlfriend and we talk, Lord God, we want to choose not to gossip about another woman or man. 
or person, God, we want to choose to pray. God, we want to choose to decipher between what's righteous and wicked. And when we know what's wrong, God, we want to choose to do what's right in the face of it. We want to make wise decisions on our jobs. Lord God, choosing to be integrous when other people around us are not with our time. How we choose to come back for lunch, go back to lunch, get off work, go off of work. Whatever we're doing, God, we want to be organically integrous. That it be our nature to just do what's right because we love God and he watches all. God, we want to choose where we where we go, who we go with, Lord God, whether it's traveling, God. We want to make sure we're choosing the right spouse, God, and not a man that we think will treat us better, but not somebody that you don't want us to be with, God. Even if they are a good man, God, we want to be with the choice that you choose for us and those that may be a man on here seeking a wife, Lord God, that they would choose the right Proverbs 31 woman, that they can grow in nature and in in nature with but in love with father in you as far as purpose is concerned and they could walk this thing out together god we want to choose to walk with you daily and we want that choice to be the best choice we've ever made in our lives or god i pray for the protection of everyone listening today and night or god i pray that we will have sweet sleep a peaceful rest or god for the days the weekends the mornings the signs and the, I mean, the morning, not the signs. I don't know where that came from. I'm a little sleepy. <laughs> the morning, the the future, God, the, the, the weeks, Lord God, the things that we need to do for you, Lord God, we just ask that you would be around. Be near us, Father God, and just protect us in our day-to-day walk with you, Lord God. We ask that you would just keep us covered, keep us shielded. Thank you for your scriptures, that they will be living in our lives, Lord God. Those scriptures will be something that we are living out for you because we're choosing to lord we love you and we thank you for your son jesus amen bless you all bye-bye